When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We are here to recap your Monday Memorial Day action on the Diamond. Get you ready for Tuesday's full, full day of baseball for you. So, yeah, let's have some fun here. Recapping some news and notes from Monday. Things kicked off with a banger. A's designated Jesus Aguilar for assignment, leaving Ryan Noda as the A's primary first baseman. Noda had a three-run home run on Monday. Uh, Jonah Bride got called up, had a couple base hits, hitting the ball well in AAA this year, hitting 308 with eight homers and four stolen bases. So maybe Bride can do something. He played all over the diamond, even with the A's last year. He played third base, second base, first base, even some outfield. So Jonah Bride can play all over the place. Ryan Noda should have a little more leeway at first base, but they'll mix and match because it's the A's, and why not? The Tampa Bay Rays, as we speculated on yesterday's show, placed Pete Fairbanks on the I.L. with left hip inflammation. They just called up a relief arm, nothing too crazy. Jason Adam is the guy you're looking for, and there's no timetable on Pete Fairbanks just yet. Houston Astros, Lance McCullers was progressing in his rehab, was throwing off a mound, but that has stopped. They have taken him off the mound. A little bit of a break here. They're taking a few steps back. This is not the first time this has happened. And Dusty Baker basically said, we're taking everything slow with McCullers. We don't want to risk it. We want him back for good the next time he comes back. So is uh, we, we have even longer until we see him again. A couple weird injuries here. Lars Newbar left Monday's game with back spasms. If you watched it, he was running to the gap for a fly ball and it kind of collapsed. And I've had back spasms. Not fun. He thinks he aggravated it when he ran into the wall for a catch earlier in the game. He's technically day-to-day. They did a few tests. He might not play on Tuesday. Could be back Wednesday. Maybe he plays Tuesday. We'll see. But he thinks he'll be just fine. And we shall see. Back problems are fun. Cedric Mullins left Monday's game with a right abductor slash groin strain. If you watch him as he's trying to run out of this infield single, if you watch the play, he literally like pulls up, starts grabbing. Not good. They're going to take some MRI testing on Tuesday to get the severity of the injury. If it's great, it could go anywhere from two to four weeks to four months. So it depends on the level of the great the strain in the groin area. So time will tell. This could be a huge loss for the Orioles and fantasy managers around baseball. Luke Voigt was designated for assignment by the Milwaukee Brewers. He was down in AAA rehabbing. They saw enough. No home runs and a 36.5% K rate with the Brewers this season. See ya, Luke Voigt. Dodgers were, as we talked about in yesterday's show, we're going to have an MRI on Monday for Max Muncy's left hamstring injury. Well, they canceled that because he's feeling so good already. Did not play on Monday. Expected back Tuesday. So they looked like they dodged a major bullet on that one. Anthony Rizzo was supposed to return to Monday's lineup after leaving Sundays with a a slight neck injury. Well, he missed again. He was out of the lineup on Monday, still nursing that neck injury. He's day-to-day. They expect him back on Tuesday. At the same time, with the struggles of Anthony Volpe, who I've written about in a couple articles lately, 
Uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa started at shortstop on Monday, his first time starting at shortstop this season. Obviously, he was there a ton last year. Oswald Peraza is crushing it in AAA right now. So they're already putting uh, IKF at shortstop above Volpe tonight or on Monday night. And then they're, they're you got Peraza tearing it up. Volpe's hitting below 200 on the season now. He does have seven homers and 13 stolen bases, so that's nice. But the struggle bus is real. Might need a little triple-A stint to get the mind right for Volpe, and that means either Peraza comes up and gets to play or IKF becomes a shortstop yet again. So we shall see how that plays out in the Bronx. Julio Urias was supposed to throw a bullpen over the weekend, had a bit of a step setback as he was uh, dealing with some discomfort. So he's supposed to throw a bullpen on Monday. have not heard any information on how that bullpen went, but it just puts his recovery time back a few days. Maybe gives Kevin Stone an extra start in the bigs before he goes vamanos and Bobby Miller stays in the rotation. Jorge Polanco, he's been running uh, before games right now with the Twins, and everything f- seems like it's good to go. He's feeling good. He's running well. Great for the hamstring injury. And uh, they said basically the report said Jorge Polanco could be back as early as Tuesday. So the way I look at it, we could get a notification any day now that Jorge Polanco is activated and playing second base for the Minnesota Twins. Last but not least here, Gary Sanchez musical chairs continues. Remember, he didn't sign in the preseason, so he went to Mexico. And then the Giants signed him to a minor league deal. That didn't work. The Mets signed him. He got a couple games in the big bigs. That didn't work. Well, now the San Diego Padres just claimed Gary Sanchez off waivers as they've been struggling to get any kind of offense from behind the plate with Luis Campisano out for quite a while with his hand injury. So Sanchez could could make Austin Nola see AAA or somebody else because they desperately want offense from that uh, catcher's position. They don't care about the defensive side of things in San Diego. All right, let's take a look at some hitting highlights from your Monday on the diamond. Ryan McMahon continues to stay in Fuego, four for five with a triple, a home run, a run scored, and three RBIs. McMahon is a five-game hitting streak right now. He had a great week in Colorado, but he picked it up again in Arizona. McMahon's 13 for 20 in those five games. That's pretty good, folks, with four home runs and 12 RBIs. He's always had a talent. He's a guy every season I've been very, very interested in. If you look at his end of the season stat line, super consistent. It's like 255-ish average, 20 to 25 home runs. Like these numbers are pretty consistent across the board. Well, he's starting to heat up again. Time will tell where he finishes, but the talent is definitely there for Ryan McMahon. Patrick Bailey catching from the Giants with Joey Bart on the IL. And I tweeted out, I said, I hope that the Giants make the right move because Bailey's already done more in his nine games with the team than Bart has ever done. On Monday, Patrick Bailey went three for five with a double, a home run, two runs scored, and four RBIs. He's a switch hitter. He now has two home runs on the year, one from each side of the plate. He's hitting 355 in his first nine games with the Giants with three doubles, two home runs, and 11 RBIs. He's crushing it. He's been outstanding, playing nearly every day. Love what we're seeing from Patrick Bailey because Blake Sable, he's a, he's a real five pick. That's why he's up with the team. He's got a decent bat but his catching skills are less than desirable. So he's, a, he's an okay backup. That's fine. But they needed a guy that could hold down the fort and hit. And right now, Patrick Bailey's that guy in San Francisco. I recommended him as a cheap waiver wire pickup this last week. If you need catching help, that might become a little more expensive because if he plays like this, he's going to be looking a lot better than about half, at least, at least half the catchers in baseball right now. So keep an eye on Patrick Bailey. Jack Zawinski, Captain Jack of the Pittsburgh Pirates, went two for four with two home runs, two solo shots. On Monday, as the Pirates got smoked by the Giants, uh, Jack now has four home runs in his last four games. To break it down for you, he has two 
two home run games over his last four games. Jackson Winsky is going to be a very streaky hitter. Talked about this before. Like his season average is down to 239. He had that monstrous run he was on in April. Then he got really quiet. Now he's kind of heating up again. So we'll see how this goes. But this is Jackson Winsky. He's basically a Joey Gallo type player. Going to strike out a ton. Going to have games where he runs into all the home runs. This is who he is, and this is what he can do. For more details on today's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily's Batters Box on PitcherList.com. So starting pitching highlight, and we actually have more positive starting pitching outings than usual on any day of the season. And on Monday, we had Marcus Stroman's kickstarting things off against the best offense in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays in Wrigley Field. Stroman, a complete game shutout. We had only one hit, which was a bloop single by Wander Franco. He had one walk and eight strikeouts. Stroman was filthy. Our good buddy Jason Collette, who is a diehard Rays fan, said it's just not fair the way Stroman's pitches were moving on Monday. He's like basically tweeting out he's unhittable, and he basically wasn't hittable besides Franco's bloop single, which is really impressive against the, against the, the Rays. Stroman had 20 whiffs, a 36% CSW on 105 pitches. Five pitches too many for a Maddox. Pretty impressive stuff for Stroh, who now has a 2.59 ERA, 3.65 XFIP, with 62 Ks and 73 innings pitched. He's been a guy that year in and year out doesn't get the proper respect on draft day and fantasy drafts because he's not a big-time strikeout arm, but he's a great ratio arm, a great innings arm, and he gets you enough strikeouts to be very, very formidable these days. Logan Allen keeps getting it done. You have Tanner Bybee. You have Logan Allen. The the Guardians are going to get Savali back soon. Tristan McKenzie shortly after. Bieber can maybe figure it out at some time. They have quite the rotation they're building there. And Logan Allen, uh, in his seventh start of the season, seven shutout innings with three hits, two walks, and 10 strikeouts for Logan Allen. He had 19 lifts and a 40% CSW on 103 pitches in those seven innings pitched. Um, and it was pretty impressive. Our buddy Ben Tidd tweeted out uh, that uh, Allen's fastball velocity um, – was up 0.6 miles per hour from 91.7 to 92.3. His average exit velocity against the fastball was only 85.2. He had an 18% swinging strike rate, and, uh, and his CSW was 40% on the day. Uh, this is the stuff we love to see. Logan Allen was very, very good on Monday, and hopefully he can keep it up as he's now got 39 and two-thirds innings pitched in his seven starts, 43 strikeouts in those innings, a 2.72 ERA, and a 3.61 XFIP for the rookie Guardians lefty. Griffin Canning, it's a guy that we've we've wanted to see be good for so long. We know Nick loves Griffin Canning. It's just one of those things. It's just never been able to pan out either between health or just you know consistency with Griffin. And on Monday, Griffin Canning looked really, really good. Six innings pitched, three earned, six hits, no walks, nine Ks in Chicago against the White Sox. That's a very, very solid quality start. So those strikeouts. Griffin Canning had 20 whiffs and a 39% CSW. And he did all that in only 87 pitches, which is very impressive to me. Uh, Griffin Canning started out the year rough, but over his last three games, he's thrown 18 in the third innings pitched, allowed six earned runs in those innings, and 18K, so almost a K per inning for Griffin Canning. He's not a must-get-anywhere, but he's definitely streamable. And if he can really get the consistency going, the talent becomes more of a weekly guy or like at least a a streaming stash on your bench where you just keep them instead of drop, add, drop, add. So keep an eye on Griffin Canning. Matchups can be very nice for the righty with the Angels. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. All right, relievers, not a busy day, for closers at least. There's only two saves on the entire day, 
Andrew Chafin picked up his eighth save of the season. It seems like every other episode is like Miguel Castro, Andrew Chafin, Miguel Castro, Andrew Chafin. It's um, it's a committee. We knew it was, but this is almost like 50-50 right now. Chafin came in and got the one-out save on um, on Monday, but they're both getting that's Chafin's eighth. Castro, I think, has five. So it's a pretty fair deal, and both are having some value, value, viability on your roster. They get, they get good strikeouts. The ratios aren't bad. You can uh, do some damage with them, especially in deeper leagues. So keep an eye on Chafin and Castro. And then Carlos Estevez of the Angels picked up his 13th save of the season as he continues to become a pretty solid closing option that went super late in fantasy drafts. If you need more elite pitching help, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information. All right, before we take a look at Tuesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's talk some DFS, and it's a 13-game slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. There's two games that start like at 6.40. That's that time of the year. We have 13 games on the slate, though. Lots of ways to go. Pitching's interesting, though, I'll be honest, because there's some elite arms, but not in the best of matchups. And then the, the cheaper plays are really dicey. Tons of bats on this slate. Tons of bats, as usual. Some of the bats I'm liking, and there's going to be more than these three teams. But Tampa Bay, I'm going right back to that horse. After struggling at Stroman, they had Kyle Hendricks, who uh, made his first start of the season last time out. Didn't look great. Give me Tampa Bay in a big rebound spot against Hendricks. Dodgers versus Jake Irvin. Dodgers put up six runs. On Monday, I don't think any of them against um, Trevor Williams, surprisingly, though, all, all against the Washington bullpen. I'll go back to Do- Dodgers versus Jake Irvin. And then the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto versus Adrian Hauser is a great spot to target as well. But there's so many, so many spots. Like, give me the White Sox again versus Tyler Anderson. Anderson's been bad. Eloy went deep again on Monday night. He's very affordable. You got Lou Bob and company. So I have no problem with the White Sox. Like I said, there's probably seven or eight teams I could literally sit there and make a pretty good case for on this slate. Pitching side of things, Zach Gallon versus the Rockies. Now, hear me out here. Gallon's last two starts have been rough. They've both been on the road. His road home splits this year are pretty dramatic. Like an over five ERA on the road, a below one ERA at home so far this season. Um, we'll see how that goes. The Rockies are playing really well over the last couple of weeks, striking out less than 20% of the time versus right in the pitching and with, with a ton of power, a decent batting average. Something's got to give. I'm looking for a Gallon back, bounce back there. Yeah, Bryce Elder versus the Oakland Athletics. Bryce Elder's priced up a bit. Might not be able to reach that uh, price tag points-wise, but still a great matchup versus the A's. I'm all, always a Brian Bayo fan. He's still 7K on DK. We still play him as an SP2. 
And then Brian B. Or Brandon B. Lack, if you need him versus the Twins. But Bayo, big fan. Like you got Shane O'Mac. You got a bunch of great guys you can target. Just interesting matchups, to say the least. Things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday, May 30th. Sandy Alcantara faces the San Diego Padres in Miami. I wasn't on Sandy this year uh, for many reasons. One of them is what we're seeing now. I don't think he's this bad. I think he's going to be better. I just don't think he's going to be an ace like he was. He's not a Cy Young pitcher. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. As he's been a struggle busting it pretty good. Do we get a, ba- a bounce back Sandy start versus the San Diego Padres, a team that's offense isn't great, but it's getting better slowly but surely. Could be a fun one there. Ben Lively versus Brian Bayo. Yes, this is is actually very entertaining to me for a couple of reasons. A, I'm a Brian Bayo Bay. Like this is my guy. So I'm looking forward to that. Seeing if he continues to put five plus innings, three earned runs or less, five plus Ks. Like he's just been really, really good. On the flip side, Ben Lively. This is a fun one because two outstanding starts last week. Two, both in Great American Small Park against the Cardinals and the Yankees of all teams. Outstanding. He's eight Ks in both starts. Five and it's two thirds and six innings, three earned runs in both starts. Like he's been really good, but now leaves Cincinnati for one. But when you look under the hood, not a not a big swinging strike rate because of a ton of contact. Um, it's just a matter of time before it bites him in the rear end, especially in Cincinnati. It's in Boston on Tuesday, though. So I'm curious to see how that one goes. Joe Ryan versus the Astros. Ryan's had a great year going up now against one of the best teams in baseball. It's always fun to see. Like it's like a it's like a litmus test. Like, hey, how real are you? Let's find out. And then, you know, Gallon, Gilbert, Giolito want to see how these boys do on the mound as well. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you guys go to pitcherlist.com. Go check out PL Plus, PL Pro. Become a member. You won't regret it. Gets you in the wonderful Discord. Gets you all the tools, the PLV tool, the pitcher bot, and much, much more. So go check it out, pitcherlist.com, PL Plus, PL Pro, and enjoy your time there. That'll do it. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow previewing Wednesday and recapping Tuesday. But for now, This was your first pitch podcast, Tuesday, May 30th. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at pitcherlist, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with pitcherlist plus at pitcherlist.com slash plus.